All right, so yesterday we learned about how the main chronicles of the life of Yitzchak are in this week's Torah portion, because this week's Torah portion talks about his impact in the world. And in a similar way, um, in ourselves, we have to realize that the uh, ultimate purpose of creation is to make the world home for Hashem. And although Yitzchak achieved incredible heights in his service to Hashem before, and he was offered as, an, as a sacrifice to Hashem, yet that's not what um, is his main achievement. That's not the main story of his life. The main story of his life is his impact on the world. And uh, then they're connected this with the, um, the number 40, the number 60. That Yitzhak specifically at the age of 40 got married, the age of 60 um, had children. And we explained the, the, the numbers 40 and 60 are, represent the miraculous because just like in the um, tablets, the, um, the letter Mem, which is equivalent to 40, and the letter Samach, which is equivalent to 60, they are square and round res- respectively, and therefore there's no way if it's engraved all the way through that the middle piece wouldn't fall. It's miraculous that, it, that it's able to stay there in the middle of the, middle of the air over there in the, in the tablets. In a similar way, the age of 40, the age of 60, represents Hashem's giving you a boost to serve Him to do something which is beyond your capabilities until that point. And so too with Yitzchak, when is he able to do his big move, which is to get married, and his big move to have children, just to impact the world, that's, that's connected to those ages of 40 and 60. But the point again is that Yitzchak is, um, um, his story of his life is, is about his impact. Um, let's continue now. Um, oh, and then we learned another amazing point that I wanted to just mention today, and that is that I was speaking about the conference of the Chabad emissaries. Uh, the truth is, Rebbe says that not only is every Jew an emissary of Hashem, every non-Jew is an emissary of Hashem, and every creature is an emissary of Hashem. And the role of the Shluchim is to reveal in everyone that they are that they have a mission. That's their that's their role. Okay. Um, then Rebbe continues and says this. <coughs> we, we could add, and we could say like this. The The idea of elevating the world in the time that we live right now as we prepare into the coming of Mashiach is not just something that we're reading about in the Torah. Amur and Parsha, as Rashi says, that we're reading about Yaakov and Esau who are discussed in the Torah portion. Rather, it's something which is open and clear in the, in the, in the circumstances in the entire world in these days. And the reason why this is true in the world is, is because it comes from the Torah. As, as the Zohar says, that the Torah is a blueprint for creation. Uh, the Zohar also adds something interesting. The Zohar says, A human being makes an effort to study Torah, and he sustains the world. So it's not just that Hashem originally made the world by the Torah, the Torah was a blueprint for creation, but also by a Jew studying Torah, he, he um, causes the world to, he'll cause a change, he, cause, he impacts the world. So there's something that's happening in the world, not just happening in the Torah. There are people that wonder um, <clears throat> about saying, about the, how the Rebbe says, that we're now at the time of the end of the exile. Now at the time of the hills of Mashiach. And people ask the question, where do we see this? The world is going on the way it always has gone on. It's, it's, things are just the same. So Rebbe says, it's a great wonder that these people who are saying this don't think about the events that are happening in the world, which are open and 
and fame and their their public and their 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 public knowledge, and it's clear. In the in the, in the um, I said this in nineteen eighty nine, end of nineteen eighty nine, December. <coughs> it, most recently, and as time goes on, we see this more and more. There are dramatic changes in the world from one extreme to another. With Hashem's kindness, these dramatic changes are happening quietly. That means that wars, without bloodshed, Achman al may Hashem preserve us. So much so that um, that although th- these dramatic changes are happening, yet life continues in the business world and other um, elements in society. Things continue to go on regularly, as if the world is, things are going on just fine, nothing, no major changes. So despite the major changes, the, they're, they're, these changes are happening without any catastrophes, without any interruption in, in the financial sector. Um, although we're talking about a revolution in, in um, entire countries, but it's an internal transformation in, 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 in the politics of the country and without any uh, major upset externally. So first of all, Russia, the country from where the previous Rebbe, together with his students and emissaries, um, come from. After 70 years of the, there being a regime a hard and awesome uh, regime that caused fear to all its inhabitants to the extent that even for saying any kind of criticism about this regime, you would be sent off to Siberia. All of a sudden, this regime, in a very short time, has this major change through those who stand at the helm of the, of the country, a run of governing the country, in the in the policing of the country, and this has spread to other similar countries. Um, similarly, China. Uh, lately, there has been a dr- dramatic revolution in the way this country has been run internally, and also in regards to the way this country relates to other countries. And also, India, in a very short period, the um, the, uh, those governing India, who have governed India for a very long time, um, there has been a change uh, in those in those governing the country, and similarly, dramatic changes in other countries in the, in throughout the world, until in far off um, islands in the in 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 language of the Torah, far off islands in the sea are changing. And there's no need, need to go into details because these things are open and public knowledge. We're talking about countries that have a huge amount of people. That means we're talking about changes in governments that, that govern billions of people in the, in, the, in the world. We're talking about actually most people in the world are being affected by these changes. And the miracle in this is, and it's... It's, 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 it's a wonder, the Rebbe says, that no one pays attention to this. That the, mir- the, no one, the, the one the miracle is happening to doesn't even realize the miracle is happening to them. That these dramatic revolutionary changes 
from one extreme to another, which has a, a direct effect on most people in the world, are happening silently, quietly. This, there's no, there, there is no similar parallel historical event where we see, the, we see a dramatic change without there being um, an upset, without there being a war, without there being some kind of catastrophe. All of these changes are happening silently, peacefully. Uh, the change in ch- changes in countries um, of this nature were always accompanied with wars, for ver- for which which caused lots of bloodshed for a very long period of time. Um, that that totally upset the whole um, flow of life and brought destruction. You don't have to um, look deeply into history in previous generations. Because we saw in our generation the tragedy of the Second World War may never happen again. We saw that, 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 that that's how these changes happen. How do changes happen? What, what, what happened? And, and second, all the changes that were, were a result of the Second World War were through a world war. But in our time, these incredible extru- changes from one extreme to another in the majority of the world are being affected by these changes are with Hashem's kindness, without wars, without bloodshed, rather with peacefulness and tranquility. Another point, the transformation in the world in these days, we don't just see in regards to people, but also we see in regards to other creatures in the world, in the realm of the animals, vegetation, and inanimate. There were earthquakes that happened recently, in a very short period of time, and it continues on in different places in the world, in this country as well. And with Hashem's kindness, the amount of people who died in these earthquakes are relatively very small, especially when you consider um, similar events that happened in previous time periods, that similar level, I guess, on the Richter scale of earthquakes, that caused so much more harm, and yet these earthquakes um, have not, so just like we see in, in, the, in the political and financial sector of most of humanity, that there have been major changes without any bloodshed, so do we see in the physical changes of reality that the, 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 these earthquakes are also these shifts in, in, in the, these earthquakes are, um, are, are happening without any, um, without, without, without that, with very little um, um, misfortune. Anyone know what, what I was referring to in 1989? It was the big um, tsunami or something like that? 1989 tsunami? Something like that. There's been a couple no, of them. No, that was fairly recent, but there have been a number of these things. What, what are earthquakes? Do you remember earthquakes? They uh, come out in Turkey. Those are the big ones. Turkey and... Uh, is there an earthquake in Turkey in 1999? I, I, I mean, the, Turkey is, is really rough. It's, it's right on a, a fault Turkey? 17,000 people. Survey says, you got it, Dr. Bressman. Okay, you, you can go on Jeopardy right now. No, I'm in Jeopardy right now. <laughs> okay, thank you, Zev. So, what does that do with the Jewish people? So, it, it seems that um, um, events that happen in, in the politics of, of, throughout the world has, doesn't have a direct connection to the Jewish people, except for the fact that in many countries it's become easier to keep Torah mitzvahs. It, it, the, the role of the Jewish people is to study Torah and do mitzvahs. So what does all this have to do with the Jewish people? 
So number one, we have to recognize the great kindness of Hashem and thank Hashem for His kindness. That in addition to the greatness of Hashem that we see in nature, as we say in our prayers, Hashemayim is kill, the heavens share, tell us the glory of Hashem. Or as it says in another passage, I look at the heavens, the work of your fingers. I look at the moon and the stars that you made. So besides seeing Hashem's greatness in nature, there is, there is something, um, you see more, of an, more, blatant, more clearly, the greatness of Hashem in a miracle. Like in this situation, these transformations of these, of, of these countries are happening silently and quietly. And these, these, the kind of miracles that are happening are only with the power of Hashem who could do anything. Only because Hashem is, is kol yachal, could do anything, can these things happen. I, I think the is referring to kol yachal. Kol yachal means, literally, Hashem could do anything. But um, that, um, that description of Hashem's greatness, of Hashem's power, um, is used often in Hasidus to describe the following, describe paradox. Like, uh, we learned a couple of times about the Rashba. The Rashba, uh, unlike other uh, philosoph- Jewish philosophers, uh, Tzadikim, speaking about Hashem's ability, um, the question is, Hashem could do anything, but does it, does it have to be a thing for, for us to say that Hashem could do it? In other words, you have a needle, and you have an elephant. How, does the elephant, how would Hashem bring an elephant through the eye of the needle? So the other philosophers say, well, the elephant would get smaller, or the needle would get bigger. But the Rashba says, why, why are you putting all these um, uh, limitations on Hashem? The elephant can say an elephant, the needle can say a needle, and the elephant, as it is, the elephant goes through, goes through the eye of a needle. What, so what's happening when the elephant's going through the eye of a needle? What, what is that? So it's not something that, not only do we not know how that would happen, we wouldn't, wouldn't, even know, we wouldn't be able to even describe what that is, like the measurement of the ark. The ark has a measurement, and yet it doesn't take up space. We don't, we don't even know what that is. We don't, we don't know, even know what we would see. Um, if we walk into the Holy of Holies and we look at the Ark, we wouldn't even know what we would see because it's two opposite things happening at the same time. Um, but I think the Rebbe did mention it is, you, would, you, would, you would notice a miracle if you walked into the Holy of Holies. Anyway, so, 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 so kol yochel um, means Hashem creates paradox. And that's what we're discussing here. There's these major changes in all these countries, and yet these major changes are happening within, without there being, it's a paradoxical. So we have to thank Hashem for the great kindness in this. Just like we thank Hashem for nature, how much more so do we have to thank Hashem for, um, for the miraculous things that are happening? Um, and it mentions, it mentions Note 86, it's obvious that our occupation with studying Torah and doing mitzvahs does not take away from our meditating with the greatest of Hashem and thanking Hashem for His kindness. Uh, I once, I know the source of this, there's, there's, there's a teaching from Baal Shemtev on the, um, the Mishnah and Ethics of Our Fathers where we read that if someone's learning Torah and he stops in the road and he says, how beautiful is this plowed field, how beautiful is this tree, he is guilty of the death penalty because, on the surface, because he interrupted his learning. But I heard a teaching from Baal Shemtev. Baal Shemtev said that the reason why he's guilty is not because he's stopping to learn. It's because he's separating between the world of Torah and Judaism, and the world of Hashem, and the tree, and the plowed field. He's thinking they're two different things. That, that, that this, is, this is from Hashem, and this is as some other source. There shouldn't be a separation. There are, are, Judaism is holistic. So, so as the Rebbe says here, your involvement in Torah and mitzvahs 
does not take away from your ability to recognize the greatness of Hashem in creation. Thank so Hashem. Yeah, that, that, according to that. Right. 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 That's a problem. That 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 that's that's. Yeah, that's I heard from the name of the Baal I, I actually read it. It's, 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 it's a true thing. There are other interpretations as well, so don't interrupt your learning to say how beautiful the tree is, but, uh, but, but, don't, but, don't, but don't not interrupt your learning either. <laughs> no, you should not say how beautiful the tree is. You should say how beautiful the Hashem's creation is. Right, right. Okay, so that's what I'm saying here, that, that, that we see the greatness of Hashem in creation, how much right. more so she knows the greatness of Hashem in the miracles that are happening. Yeah. It's a plowed field, not a tree. Manah uh, Ilonze doesn't say both. Doesn't say mention the tree and the, and the flower field, or just says the flower field. I remember. There's a tree also. Okay. Okay. Flower field would mean the works of man. Uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Isn't everything coming from Hashem? Well, no, I know that, but I mean, this is the subtle distinction. If you say a tree, obviously, man can't make a tree. Flower field, yeah, man could do that. But man, man isn't isn't the thing. Here, oh, here, yeah. I think they're saying over here also. Here, these you, you could say that yeah, President yeah. Bush and President Reagan and whatever and that, and they were saying, no, this is this is a miracle of Hashem. And notice this. Okay, so that's the first thing we're supposed to learn from this. That's the first thing that's relevant to us as Jews. The second thing that's relevant to us as Jews is, as I began, people are asking why we sing this time of Mashiach. So it says the second point is we have to add in our faith in the coming of Mashiach and add in our expectancy of uh, to, of Mashiach's arrival. Add in our Expectancy, yeah. As the Torah says, you should wait for, for, for Mashiach to come every single day because these transformations that are happening in the world are signs that the Torah, that our sages say about the period of the coming of Mashiach. I just want to point out, I was, when I was in the conference of the Shluchim, one, one of the Shluchim mentioned how um, uh, the Rebbe quoted the Yalkut Shimoni um, in, in the turning time of the Gulf War and how uh, it says there in the, in the Yalkut Shimoni that because of the things happening in the world, uh, with the king of Iran and this, so the, the Jewish people are wondering, where should we go? What shall we do? And um, it, 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 if, if it was true then that, that this is a sign of the coming of Mashiach, how much more so is this really a sentiment of, of, of uh, a lot of people right now? The people, where in the world is the safe place in the world? And so Hashem says, this is the year the Mashiach will be revealed and the, Hashem tells the Jewish people, what all I've done is only for your sake, the time for your redemption has arrived. It's something that we can really see now in a more vivid way than ever before. Anyway, so all of these transformations are signs that are brought in our sages about the coming of Mashiach. As the Gemara says, if you see nations fighting with each other, expect the feet of Mashiach. It says that the year that Mashiach will come, the nations of the world will fight with each other. So... So the, the theme of nations fighting with each other is that there's a transformation, or the Shem's kindness, again, is happening in a peaceful way. So, so this, when you see these transformations, it's an additional sign that we are, that we're now in the last moments of the end of the exile, and immediately Mashiach is about to come. Another point, and it's also pertinent from, from now on, mainly, all of the events that happen in the world are a result of what the Jewish people do. Because it says in the Torah, How come there are 70 nations in the world, the Torah says? Because there are 70 Jews that arrived to Egypt. That those are the first Jewish people that arrived in Egypt, 70 Jews. And that's why there are 70 nations. So all of the events that happen in the borders of the nations are connected with, with the Jewish people. And, then, and therefore, when the Jewish people add, and they're learning Torah, they're doing mitzvahs, both 
the study of Torah and mitzvahs itself, and also their service of Hashem in elevating the world, including their influencing Gentiles to keep the seven laws of Noach, that automatically, without any additional heroic intervention, even without any extra thought, that directly, in, in automatically, has an effect on the, on the world being um, strong and secure in all 70 nations. Yatsev Gumul Samit. The Torah says, the nations of the world will stand secure according to the number of the Jewish people. What makes the nations of the world stand secure? What makes the world secure? It's the Jewish people. And we could possibly say that the changes that are happening in the world lately, which emphasize that this is the time of the heels of Mashiach, are a result of the Jewish people are doing lately, in the language of the Torah, told us Yitzchak, because of what, as we mentioned earlier in, in this uh, Fabreng, and how, how Yaakov and Esav represent the nations of the world and, and the Jewish people, and how there is there's, there's an impact the Jewish people are having in the world spiritually, and that's why this, these things are happening physically. And this is especially emphasized in the Kines HaShluchim, in the 40th year since the previous Shavu's passing, as mentioned before, that the Shluchim, the emissaries of the previous Rebbe and the Rebbe, are, have gathered from all countries in the world, they represent all countries in the world, and therefore automatically there's an effect by their presence here on whatever is going on in the world, all countries of the world. Maybe Hashem's will, this is the main thing, that the Jewish people should add in their service of Hashem, automatically this will also add in the betterment of the situation of the entire world with kindness and mercy in an open and clearly good way by strengthening the... Um, I want to say policemanship of Hashem, the true policemanship, the true governance, I'll say it that way, the true governance of Hashem, uh, the creator of the world, the one who governs the world, until we should see the fulfillment of the verse, that sovereignty belongs to Hashem, we'll see the revelation of God's sovereignty in the whole world, until we'll see that the na- all the nations of the world will be transformed to serve Hashem with clear speech and one consent, until the world itself will be full of knowledge of Hashem, like water, covering the ocean bed. So, I just recap the last point. The reason why this is happening in the world is because of the large influence of the Jewish people in the, in the world, especially after 40 years of the previous passing, 40 years of the service of the Shluchim, that's, that's what's causing all these major, uh, major good events to happen in the world. And so the two things, that, uh, the three things we need to learn, learn from this is this. Number one is the notice from kindness. Number two to expect the coming of Mashiach. Zev, don't tell, any, don't tell the Rebbe I didn't warn you that Mashiach was coming. I'm telling you right now, you could, you could accuse me of not being so sincere, but I definitely told you, okay? Mashiach is about to come. And number three, that, um, that, the, that our terror, our mitzvah, makes an impact in the whole world. The stability and security of the world directly hinge, is hinged upon our service of Hashem and our Torah mitzvah. Okay, Chazaka Baruch. A wonderful Shabbos. Eat your oat.